you had a chance to bet on someone, would you bet on yourself? Well, you should because there's so much more to you than you have ever imagined. This is the All That You Can Be podcast with Yinka Jibril. Let's go on the journey learning how to live our lives by design. Hello, hello, hello. It's a pleasure to connect with you on this All That You Can Be podcast with, well, with me. <laughs> How are you doing? How is it going for you? How have you been getting on with the things of your life? How have you been getting on with yourself? How have you been getting on with others? How have you been exploring your world and becoming all that you can be because there's so much more to you than you know you can imagine than you can explore and I just thought to remind you about that um and as I was just thinking about that because you know sometimes you you say these things um but every once in a while you need to sort of remind yourself that there's so much more to you than you have ever imagined and as we go on our way from day to day um, sometimes we tend to forget sometimes we get um, caught up in our routine day to day and um, we forget to sometimes stop and dream stop and take another step um, bravely Um, recently i put out a post on instagram and by the way follow me on instagram follow my page i sometimes post thoughts that are you know very inspirational and they will help you as you read them so follow my page and that's at yinka jipril on instagram okay um so i was saying that i put something out there i was kind of asking myself the question about creativity and Um, asking myself that am I very creative and when you think about creativity you think about um, um, thinking that it is synonymous with expertise or it is synonymous with um, being very wealthy so sometimes we could see professionals as being creative or we could see people who are very um, high up in whatever field of endeavor they're involved with and we think to ourselves and say that oh this person is very creative but you know i was reading a very lovely book and um it was talking about how to unlock your creativity and one of the things that stood out to me was look for you to get creative you really have to become an amateur and you know that idea really captured me because guess what an amateur is basically somebody who is in love (laughs) i liked the analogy of comparing an amateur to somebody who is in love the reason is that when someone first falls in love they're very starry-eyed they're very engaged they're very you know in into it if i may put it that way (laughs) you know and they have high hopes high expectations they follow their heart they want to try stuff they are very optimistic and they just generally go for it 
you know, they are not tripped up by the knowledge of what they already know, right? And I'm, I'm not talking about creativity today, but I just said all of that to, to ask you a question like, are you allowing what you don't know to stop you from getting into other layers of yourself and exploring other parts of yourself? Are you allowing the limits of what you currently do or the successes of the past or even the failures of the past, whatever it is, like really stop you from, you know, exploring the next level, exploring another layer of yourself? Are you stopping it and are you um, resigning to the familiar, to what you know? You know, uh, so I was going to just talk to you, my tribe, about connecting with yourself, because uh, the more you learn to connect with yourself, the less fearful you are about exploring, because connecting with yourself really is about exploring possibilities and exploring, you know, deeper levels of yourself. And you know what, sometimes changing things and discovering what your values are and beginning to leave from inside outwards because guess what that that is really really what impacts um how far you go and how much impact you make and how content and satisfied you are at the end of the day and if you know me you know that i'm a happiness coach and i i am so big on look being happy on your life journey because if you're not then really all the things you pursue be it the money be it the relationships be it the connections whatever the houses the cars the material things as long as you're not happy right then it really all doesn't matter so for me um the most important thing is being able to create that happy you and the first step in that journey is really learning how to effectively connect with yourself and connecting with yourself it has to do a lot with learning to listen to yourself, learning to motivate yourself, learning to care for yourself. And you know what? Sometimes when I even talk about care, I think people immediately start thinking of outward care. And that is, while that is awesome that is good it's good to look good and it's good to care for your outward self in fact when you talk about care for yourself some people might start to think about how they look and maybe changing some of how they look or getting better in looking good or in dressing well and you know what all of those things they're good and they're important but i think i've come to recognize that when it comes from inside rather than trying to fix it from outside then it is first of all sustainable but secondly it is meaningful and you know what then you're doing it for you so i said i was going to talk today about connecting with yourself and what does it mean to connect with myself why is it necessary for me to connect with myself um i tell people when i do um, any session on, you know, building or developing intentional living or switching on intentional living, um, like I like to call it, right? Because I believe it's a switch 
a switch first of all in your mentality, a switch in your thought process. And I imagine it's been actually like a switch on the wall, a light bulb that then just shines light, right? So that you're able to see a few things. And you know what? See a few things and make changes if you need to, right? So when I talk to people about switching on intentional living, a lot of times I talk about um, relationships and I tell people that there are three levels of relationship and the first one is relationship with yourself um, unless you're able to effectively relate with yourself you could relate with others or you could relate with um, the divine god but if you don't learn to relate with yourself i dare say that none of your other relationships will maximize its full potential and there's so much potential in relationships and when you're thinking about relationships and if you think about yourself as the first relationship then you really really understand that if i say that there is a lot of potential to be tapped in relationships it means that relationship with yourself is fraught with potentials to be tapped you know um a lot of people have ended up in places where they don't want to be right they think they don't want to be there by but by not being intentional about um anything about them, themselves they end up wherever life decides to pull them to because they haven't really defined anything in their journey and it starts from actually not really knowing themselves right so to connect with yourself the first thing you want to think about is you know i know the big question who am i who am i do you do you know yourself do you know your personality now to understand your personality i always say something i say we are all a function of our nature and our nurture right so your nature as a person what are your tendencies what are you easily bent towards and you know what it is super worth taking a pen and a paper sitting down and writing a few things about yourself like noticing these thoughts some people have never ever sat down with themselves to to, to ask the question, who am I? Now, when they ask that question, they're thinking about their outward achievements, what they're in this world to do. That is one of the important questions. But who am I in terms of what do I like as a person? What do I like to do? Where, what do I think about as a person? Hmm, that's such an important one. What do I think about? What do I usually think about? What gets me ticking? You know, um, what what don't I like? Some people don't know what they, they don't like. They know what they like, but then what they don't like and what they will not settle for. Some some people don't even know that. They don't they don't explore that, you know. So when you start exploring yourself, pen and paper, I super recommend it. And if you've not done it before, go on this journey with me. Honestly, you will not regret learning about yourself, learning about your cues, learning about the things that make you happy, learning about the things that you don't like, learning about the things that make you think learning about how you think another one is this learning how you react to stuff and you know what if you want to know how you react to stuff right look at start catching your reaction when 
you come against situations. So if you if you're in a situation um, where something surprises you, how do you react? If you're in a situation where something something less than positive or something negative happens, how do you react? When you're with friends, how do you react? When you're by yourself, how do you react? What are the things that you think about the most? You need to start noticing those things because you know what? The more you understand how you think, what you like, what you don't like, those are the things that form your nature. Do you know what? For a lot of people, most of what has formed their opinion about themselves is what other people have told them about themselves. That is, while that is important in some places, I think that is secondary. Trust me. Trust me. And you know what? What I'm saying is really tough because as soon as we're born and we're babies, other people kind of shape us, right? Other people tell us. The environment tells us. We start to go to school and the school tells us. Our teachers tell us. Our parents tell us. And then, you know what? When we start getting into relationships, our relationships tell us. Our colleagues tell us. Our business world or whatever we do, it tells us. The environment tells us. It tells us how to think, how to behave, how to react, how to, what to eat, what not to eat, where to go, what not to do. You know, so all of those things keep telling us and it gets to that point where I tell you a lot of people I mean this is not very backed up by research but it's backed up by what I usually do which is like a social survey I don't make it um, very formal because sometimes I tend to get the best out of people by just um, doing the survey that people are not aware (laughs) people are not aware that I'm doing the survey but I just start to ask people questions and their answers have made me realize that most people have lost the art of just listening to themselves and listening to their own answers and forming their own opinions about themselves and that is why so easily the moment people tell you that this is how they view you you receive it and can you imagine i mean that can be great when people are telling you oh that you oh you're wonderful or you're beautiful or you you do things well or I appreciate you then people will receive that but the moment people are saying um things like oh you're not very friendly or you don't give or you don't you know the moment the comments then are negative they are so impactful on us to the point that it can stop our progress it can really damage it has damaged the way people sort of lead on their own lives just because they have not developed the art of listening to themselves of course you know i'm not talking about some kind of self-deception where you know as a person you have not developed um social skills that help you um, integrate um, with the world in a very strong way and in a very positive way. So I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about a self-deception. But I tell you, the art of learning how to 
know yourself, listen to yourself and understand your own person is so key to how you even engage with the world and contribute to the world. So I'm recommending you sitting down with a pen and paper and starting to ask yourself the who am I question and the who am I question is not leading you to jump so soon into the what am I here to achieve question. It is just first of all, what is my nature? And then what then is my nurture? Where have I been in life? What has my journey been and how has that shaped me? And you know what? How has that shaped what I think about now? How has that shaped my worldview? How has that shaped shaped how I interact with people? How has that shaped even the things that appear in my life? Because your nature and your nurture has shaped your journey and it has taken you to different places and it has shaped the things that come into your life. Believe me, believe me. And you know what? When you look around you and um, you, I'm not, you know, for all of us, we are on a journey and we'll always be on this journey where you're reaching out towards something. But I tell you, you're reaching out towards something can also be from a place of contentment. It doesn't always have to be from a place of discontentment and always feeling like, oh, I'm going to be happy when I'm going to be happy when I have that. Or I'm going to be happy when I have the job of my dreams. I'm going to be happy when I marry the man or woman of my dreams. I'm going to be happy when I relocate to the country of my dreams it will never be it would always feel like an elusive dream if that is the only thing that defines you right but then you're not sure is looking sort of behind you right looking at all the things maybe you've been told about yourself all the places that you've been because people places interactions always shape us and they kind of um, shape the things that we think about the way that we interact and the way we feel about ourselves so you want to ask yourself what is my nature and what has my nurture been right who has nurtured me what did my parents believe what did my teachers believe what the the, the publications and the places that I've been to, what has been my bent and has it taken me to where I want to be? If it, if it hasn't, then why? Are there limiting beliefs that I've picked up along the way that have shaped where I am now? Am I happy with where I am now? And guess what? Not everything that you've been through is good. And most importantly, not everything that you've been through is bad. Trust me on that, right? Everything. So when you're, when you're assessing this, it is not to look upon it with criticism and with judgment. It is to look upon it with compassion. It is to look upon it with gratitude. And it is to look upon it to understand I said it, yes, to understand. So even if you're not sure, for instance, um, let's say, let me use an example. Let's say you were not sure in an environment of violence, right? It is not to look upon it with just to judge and say that was bad. 
I know it can be difficult to do that, but then sometimes you want to look at those experiences from a place of understanding, like why was it like that? What do I understand about that nurture? And how has that shaped me? And if for any reason I don't like the outcomes that I'm seeing, then how can I make that better? How can I start to make, because guess what? It comes to a point in your life where you are the first point of contact for nurture. Hear me very well. At some point, when you become an adult, when you start to be by yourself, when you start to leave home, or when you become an adult, you start being responsible for your own nurture. And you want to make sure that you're nurturing yourself right. You're nurturing yourself in a balanced way. You're nurturing yourself correctly. And you are nurturing yourself for the future that you want to have. So looking behind you is not a time to um, for, for regrets. Of course, if there are things in your past that you have to forgive, if there are things that you have to um, assess and close the door on, by all means, take time out to do that. But at, from this point onwards, your most important goal is to nurture yourself correctly. You're nurturing yourself effectively. You're nurturing yourself correctly. You're positioning yourself to open the levels that you want to be in. Because guess what? There is nothing that is difficult to have. There is nothing that is difficult to enter into for every opportunity that you're looking for. I tell you, those opportunities are looking for you as well, but they will only come to the version of you that is worthy of those opportunities. Hmm. Have you ever heard anything like this before? I tell you, this has really shaped my journey. It has shaped my thinking. It has shaped the things that I feel my day with. It has shaped the way that I now speak. It has shaped the people I interact with. It has shaped how I spend my time. I'm so intentional about nurturing myself. It has impacted on my relationships. Can I share a story with you? And, you know, I, I, um, I'm not sharing this story just to talk about myself. I'm sharing it so that you understand the power of intentionality in connecting with yourself. It's so powerful. So just this morning, I was um, dropping off my kids in school. And, you know, they're now in those ages where they really, really don't care about um, um, hugs and kisses in terms of, you know, hug me before I go or blow me a kiss. Then those ages where when you're even trying to hug them and give them kisses, they're like, oh, mom, stop that. And they're boys, right? So they they get to that place faster because they don't want any, you know, their schoolmates looking at them and thinking, oh, you're a mama's boy or stuff like that. But then, you know, when they, when my son, sons got down from the car then they were saying you know bye mom bye mom and blowing me kisses and everybody was sort of looking at them you know and I got very emotional as I drove off because I thought to myself oh I'm so grateful I I have intentionally taught them that emotions are not wrong, that emotions are only a way to express how you feel. 
And you know what? For me, I came from a background where you didn't even show too much emotions. So I was asking myself, how have I made that transition from that place where you do not express too much emotions, you you don't um, you don't you don't cry because you're ta- you're taught that that's weak, you don't smile or play too much because you have to be proper. I was brought up in a very proper way, right? Um, but thank God for for the balance that one of one of my parents brought to this whole conversation, right? But with all of that, looking at the transition and what I'm able to then give my posterity, my next generation, I can see how much I have grown and you know you have grown when you're able to impact it to someone else. Or sorry, I said impact. Yes, when you're making an impact to somebody else, but when you're able to impart that to somebody else, not by telling them that this is the way they need to behave, but by them naturally picking up that this is a safe and acceptable and even a very positive way to behave. And guess what? When you have effectively nurtured yourself, you don't really care then what people's opinions about you. Now, opinions about you matter because you're not um, you're not by yourself, right? In this world, you I, <laughs> I, I, I made a discovery, you know, last week that look. In relation to life, we're all moving pieces, right? So you're a moving piece in relation to everything around you, be it in your place of work, in your place of business, in your home, you know, everywhere. As long as you're relating with people, you're a moving piece. But as a unit in the moving pieces, who you are really, really matters. And you mustn't always be influenced by the other moving pieces because guess what every other moving piece is meant to be influenced by you as well but if you're not bringing the authentic version of yourself it will be because you have never really sat down to really understand who you are as a person right so i've talked a lot about understanding your nature and your nurture the next one i want to really talk about is your value system so now that you understand that you are the major source of nurture for yourself, you need to nurture yourself from the place of your values. And, you know, values really just define for us why we do the things that we do. For whom do we do them? Why do we do them? When we do them, why do we do them when we do them, right? So it is the big why question. And understanding the answers that come out of those questions and actually taking steps to either embed them if they are giving you the right answers that you want to see or you know what changing them you know when i when i talk about um connecting with self it is so powerful because most people have spent time connecting with others, connecting with their dreams, connecting with their jobs, connecting with their business, connecting with their church or the people in it or with their spouses or 
every other thing external to them connecting with their money you know and connecting with even material things some people are so connected with their houses that if they were to lose it they will so crumble into smithereens right so connecting with their cars some people will not tolerate a scratch on their cars but they will tolerate a scratch on their lives I tell you, it's really shocking to me now. And that is because um, I, I, have, I have beaten the bullet, right? I'm, I'm on this journey where I will sooner tolerate a scratch on my car than tolerate a scratch on my life. That is so important, right? And I will take the pains um, to, to ignore the scratch on my car and focus and i'm using that example because i hate to see a dent or a scratch on my car (laughs) but i've i've nurtured myself so much that i would forget about a scratch on my car to spend some time with myself so let's say somebody offered me uh, uh, the the way that i'm really giving this example is that let's say i had a scratch on my car and somebody offered me to to bring over the car tomorrow morning at a certain time to fix that scratch and for free right and tomorrow morning i felt like maybe there was something on my mind that i needed to sit down and think through to make myself feel better i will choose to let go the fixing of that car to sit down and fix something inside me i tell you dear tribe this is so powerful it is so powerful that if you take the pains to sit down and learn how to nurture yourself correctly then every other thing external to you will come to you when it ought to come to you you know so you know i was talking about your values why do you do the things that you do why and there are several values in the world for for me some of my values my values includes um spirituality my values includes balance my value includes loyalty so i will give up stuff to be loyal and to be reliable to those who i'm in a relationship with whatever kind of relationship it is with be it my family be it my employer be it you know somebody i'm connected to in any way i i would give up other things to show loyalty so for me that's a big value so i ask myself why that is because all these things they resonate with my value and you know what do you know the powerful result that comes from connecting with or from living from the place of your values it brings the kind of contentment that people are constantly looking for it brings the kind of happiness that people are constantly looking for you know um a lot of people are wishing that oh you know what i'll be happy but you know what they tie their happiness to some futuristic thing that's going to appear or manifest in their lives but they don't realize that the values that they live by today actually create those realities that they're looking for 
it's a kind of chicken or the egg situation but you know what in my mind it is very clear that building and understanding why i do the things that i do and identifying my values and then living by those values and ascending to those values every single day is actually creating the realities that i'm looking for that is so powerful and you know what it is something i can help people um walk through as they in in my private coaching sessions right i can help people walk through understanding their values um in in, in my private coaching session i mean part of why i do even do this podcast at all is the importance you know that i place on myself in lifelong learning i'm a lifelong learner I I want to consistently learn and evolve. And because of that, I feel that by giving to others, I'm learning myself as well. When people interact back with me, when people write me back, when people pick up the phone and tell me stuff, I'm learning as well. And as a moving piece, I'm then nurturing myself correctly and also contributing to my world correctly. You know, so understanding your values understanding how your values impact you it goes a long way into understanding yourself you know what i i i i really want us to take the time to do some of the things that i've stated here get get a lovely notebook i always talk about notebooks journals journals are powerful they help you to see your journey and how far you've come and it just puts a smile on my face every time i refer back to my journals right so get a get a journal call it a self-discovery journal and guess what you don't have to exhaust that journal immediately and you don't have to write in it all the time every time you sit with yourself which is what i'm asking you to live with today leave this podcast with this one thought that i'm going to take time out pace yourself if it's once a week fine if it's once every other day fine if it's once in two weeks as long as you do it and you commit to doing it that is what matters and you're going to engage with your nature and your nurture and then you will engage with why you do the things that you do and you know what if you come back to listen to part two of these self-discovery podcasts that i'm doing connecting with yourself series that i'm doing i tell you you will appear somewhere that you have been dreaming of it is such a pleasure to have shared this with you and i hope you got a lot out of it i am looking forward to catching up with you next time do you know what like i said follow me on my page i post stuff that will be of benefit to you you can send me an email my email address is yinka at think hyphen atycb.org and please share this podcast with your friends they super desperately need to hear these they really really need to hear these their happiness depends on it so thank you so much for listening and like i always say i love you